Hello, this is Grandad from Better Show. Just a quick announcement to say that this episode, number 31, will be the last episode for a short period of time. This is while the host completes a college course that he's doing at the moment. Uh, we just want to say thank you so much for all the support that you've given us over the course of this show. Uh, we will still be publishing articles on the Facebook page, so keep an eye out for those, and we'll hopefully be back very soon, but we'll keep you up to date. Thank you very much, and enjoy the episode. Greetings, Grandad here, and here to bring you a few things before we kickstart the show today. Firstly, a listener's message to say that the jokes and impressions in this show are simply for the purpose of entertainment and not meant to cause any offence. It would be great if you could take a moment to rate us on Apple Podcast and drop us a review if you are enjoying the show. Find us on our Facebook page, Better Show, and there you will find more spooky tales, both fiction and non-fiction. And lastly, don your tinfoil hats, crack your heads back as far as they will go, and look to the stars, because tonight is going to be a better show. Imagine that it is night time. You are all alone on an overlook that spans hundreds of miles. There you can not only see the land, but also gain a full appreciation of the universe above you. The stars, they shine bright tonight, almost too bright. You are alone, and yet you can never be alone ever again. The stars, the stars, they seem to be fading, and your vision with them, and with that, you remember exactly where you are. It's Grandad, back with episode 31 of Better Show, and I am joined today from the retirement home itself, Grandmother. Grandma, standing by. You know it's been exactly ten episodes since you were last on. Well, I can't help that you keep doing them all without me. <laughs> right, so today, um, I was going to do some creepypastas today, but I think I'll save that till another day. And I was also going to cover... Uh, I was also going to cover the... Um, the shooting that we recently had, but I suppose it's difficult to do stuff up to date or um, following as they happen with the show because we usually record a week in advance. So um, a lot of the stuff that we do is then significantly outdated. But um, yeah, I mean, I probably won't actually go into that much depth with it because there probably wasn't all that much to know with it, but I wasn't sure how much you knew on the situation. I know that we talked a bit about it over the phone yesterday evening. Um, I only know what we spoke about, to be honest. Yeah, so for those who don't know, uh, Chatham, United Kingdom, there was a, a reported shooting of a gentleman shooting from what looked like the either second or first um, floor, uh, or sorry, top floor of a some kind of apartments overlooking the dock area of Chatham. 
and he was firing um, lots of different weapons. Um, you, it, the, the bizarre thing was that during all of this, he was recording himself and really, I don't know if it was on Twitter that he was distributing out to, but that's where I found the footage, but it was being um, put around by other people. And yeah, he um, he had three pistols, uh, what looked like a machine gun and some kind of rifle. But I know, Grandma, you're far more well-versed with weapon names than I am. Well, one of them was a Desert Eagle. Yes, but I never won, so. But then it was reported. Comment. It was reported afterwards that it was he was actually firing duds, uh, or blanks, um, and uh, yeah, it was really bizarre. From from the video, it, it seriously looked like he was going through some kind of breakdown and just wanted the police to get him because throughout the video he was saying or calling out to people to call the police as he was firing but the bizarre thing was as much as it's scary to hear any kind of gun or or gunshot um when you look at the video from both spectators on the ground and from himself he's not even if those were real guns he wouldn't be able to hit anyone because every single shot he fired he fired directly into the sky i think it might have been like a suicide attempt you know but why? I mean, oh, what? Because he was hoping that armed police would mow him down? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Mm. Possibly, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if it's too far to suggest that the breakdown was brought on by the lockdown, possibly. I know a lot of people have been dealing with it um, negatively in their own way. Um, for example, I, th- I, w- I want to say there, from the news report I heard yesterday, there are over 400 people arrested for domestic abuse um violence during this lockdown in the UK alone. And I'm sure there's a lot of unrecorded instances as well. Yeah. People are afraid to out as usual. Mm. But my point being that the, the the lockdown is causing a lot of people to do things that they otherwise wouldn't be probably doing. Yeah. So, yeah, probably what though. More of a cabin fever mania because people have been locked up for four weeks uh, weeks straight really so let's move on to our core element of this episode and we are going to be talking about a internet conspiracy um, that left a lot of elderly and children feeling most terrified we of course talking about the internet phenomenon that is Momo So my question being, is it possible that something as simple as a terrifying face and eerie childish voice could convince people to commit violent acts, including suicide? Um, you, uh, so I, I put together a little scenario. You're half awake watching cartoons in bed alone or in your living room. You're not really taking in what's being said. That is until the screen flickers to something very different indeed. A face that is truly the thing of nightmares for some. And a young child's voice soon follows. And this is what the child's voice says. Hopefully you can hear it on your end. Mama, mama, mama gonna kill you. Mama, mama. Mama gonna kill you. That night shall come when you're in bed. In the morning, you will be dead. Mama, mama, mama gonna kill you. They want a surprise. Look in our eyes. I won't lie. You're gonna die. So it's pretty intense for a kid to come across. <laughs> if I survive Corona outbreak. I'll survive you, my mate, you scumbag. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if you've actually... Because I, I think you looked into it a little bit from what 
I've got from our discussion. Um, but I, I, you've seen the image of Momo, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, it's a weird frog-looking person. Well, it's more chicken-looking person. I don't know where you got frog from. I guess it's maybe the squat. Frog was, uh, frog was my take on it. Okay, so um, uh, the, the creature has been named quite accurately by one child in a report that I'll play for you in a little bit um, as the chicken lady, simply down to its appearance. So <laughs> I've got the appearance breakdown for you. A human-to-scale head with pale white skin, a mouth that is unnaturally co- um, con- contorted into a V-shaped smile, a nose that is ever so slightly pushed into it, into the head and upwards. Uh, long dark hair that barely covers the forehead. And last of all, stands upright on a pair of arm-thick chicken legs uh, with um, elongated black nails. The eyes... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that's your jump to. I had a terrifying demon of death, but nice set of tits. So the uh, I put the eyes in their own description. So the eyes, um, I, I think they're the thing that if you really kind of stare at the image, plus along with the audio that I played, it's the thing that out of the whole uh, appearance of this creature, that's the most difficult thing to look away from. Um, it's push, They're pushing out from the uh, blackened sockets, similar to those who suffer with something known as Cruzon syndrome, minus the black eye sockets, but this thing does have black eye sockets, and sporting no colour to them other than their grey appearance and massive black pupils. The areas around the bottom of the eyes also appear dreadfully sore. So I do have an article to follow on as well, but what we'll do is we'll play one report for you to start off with. So I Yes, I'm going to go with this one. I think this one is from a kid who actually called up um, the emergency services in America because of Momo. Hopefully it's the right one. Yes, A terrified five-year-old boy calls 911 after he saw Momo, the creepy bug-eyed ghoul that's been freaking everyone out. Five-year-old Giovanni says he was watching cartoons on YouTube when Momo popped up. He immediately called the Albuquerque police. Yes, we're going to find out who did it. Okay, but that that picture that you see, that's not real. It's just pretend. And here's the 911 dispatcher, Natalie Garule, who reassured Giovanni that Momo is not real. You can call me anytime. Anytime. Okay. Okay. I don't know as a 911 dispatcher if I would just be giving out my number to random kids and be like, yeah, you can call me whenever you want, because knowing how how quickly kids can jump to conclusions and would probably result to just calling up someone if that's what made them feel safe. They should be on the phone constantly. Yeah, but I think that's... um, I think that's a very rare rare occasion that that person would do that. I know, but even just from one kid. Because now that they've got the whole Momo thing in their head... I don't know if you heard it because it was a rather poor... um, Well, rather poor quality call. It's not the report. The report sounded fine, but the call uh, that was intertwined into that. Um, I think it was Giovanni was the name of the kid. He actually asked the um, 911 dispatcher um, who created it, a witch. So the kids automatically jumped to witchcraft. Um, So, yeah, I I don't know. I, I just don't... I think it was a rather brave move 
just throwing yourself out there saying, yeah, call me whenever you want. What's that? A dark shadow in your room? Well, dark shadows are all over the place. But what, you're going to call me up three, four times in the night? There's a twig tapping on your window. Must be a windigo. Um, you know, uh, there's a creek underneath the bed. Also a windigo. Um, and the noise downstairs, that you, that's your father bludgeoning your mother to death with a hatchet. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's each to their own. Not based off anything real at all. So um, I've got an article from the Rolling Stones, the Momo Challenge, an alleged social media-based challenge um, featuring a bird-like wraith encouraging children to harm themselves has sparked an internet-based uh, moral panic. Sheriff Department has issued Facebook posts warning parents about it. Schools have sent emails to students about it. Hell, even Kim Kardashian West posted on her Instagram about it. There's just one problem with the Momo challenge. It's not a real thing. As stirring a, a stirring of a creepypasta-inspired internet urban legend that has gained traction due to the parental fears about technology from Slender Man and the more recent Blue Whale challenge, which is something I haven't yet come across and I am going to be looking into. That doesn't mean, however, that the grinning, wraith-like image that inspired Momo came out of a vacuum. The image of Momo is actually based off a sculpture by Japanese artist, and I'm going to fuck this up as I always do, uh, Ki Kis Kisuki uh, Ayoso. Sure. Let's call him K.A. <laughs> I'm just going to call him K.A who initially exhibited in 2016 at a Tokyo art show. And fortunately for parents and the rest of humanity at large, um, he has revealed in a video interview that the sculpture was destroyed after it was subject to degradation. Via the Sun, um, A, or K, revealed that the sculpture, which is inspired by a Japanese folk figure, the uh, Yub... Ah, oh, fuck this. Yubunim... Or bird woman, let's call it that. It didn't get much attention when he first exhibited it at the Tokyo's Vanilla Gallery. So he was shocked when he started seeing reports linking his artwork to a WhatsApp challenge that encouraged children to harm themselves. When Momo first appeared, it was a good... This is a comment from him. So when Momo f first appeared, it was good in a way that it had received some attention. I was pleased, he said. But the way that it had been used now is very unfortunate. People do not know if it is true or not. But apparently the children have been affected. And I do feel a little responsible for it. I love that. A little responsible. Like, eh, you know, I did create it. I did create this, like, God-forsaken abomination creature. I mean, I know, obviously, he didn't mean for it to cause any kind of harm. But I think... You, it's something because I've got quite a few friends who are artists and when I started off doing my art and I've experimented with lots of different um, mediums and lots of different ways of drawing um, I was talking to uh, one of my friends about it who does a lot of comic art and he the way that he broke it down it's so in depth every single image that he does and the, the thought that goes into it because he has to think how could this be misconstrued how could this be taken is this going to cause any offense there's so much that he has to think about when just drawing something simple as freddy krueger or something like that which you and i would take as a pinch of salt and be like oh that's cool like share yeah. whatever but someone could um that could be nightmare fuel for someone um so there is a lot of thought that has to go into that and perhaps i'm not something that ka necessarily took into consideration at the time 
Um, so fortunately, uh, he does say that he threw the rubber sculpture out last year after it succumbed to the natural process of degradation. Uh, he says it does not exist anymore. It was never meant to last, he said. Um, he does, however, have a rubber mask replica of Momo that his friend made for him. He also issued a message reassuring children who had been spoken, uh, sorry, been spooked by the rumours of the challenge. The children can be reassured Momo is dead, she doesn't exist, and the curse is gone. As the Atlantic ta Taylor uh, something or other has reported, rumours of the Momo challenge first gained traction in the Spanish-speaking world last year. Um, after tabloid started publishing reports that young people had taken their own lives after being encouraged to do so by a ghoulish figure named Momo. These reports are unconfirmed and none of these deaths have ever been identified as being linked to the challenge. Which is quite inter interesting that there were deaths. Because sometimes the tabloids are willing to go to the point of suggesting that there were deaths when in fact there weren't any. But apparently there were. There's just not confirmed whether or not they're linked to this particular challenge. While there is no evidence that the Momo challenge exists, uh, parents have reported that the figure has been spliced into kid-friendly content on YouTube, including videos of Peppa Pig insinuating um, a rejoiner to children to harm themselves. Although a clip has been circulating on social media featuring a sing-song voice singing Momo, well, the one you just heard um, is going to kill you, over an image of the sculpture, uh, Rolling Stones could not track down the original source of the clip and requested that the original poster to supply the link uh, went unreturned. In response to such claims, YouTube issued a statement last year saying that we've seen no recent evidence of videos promoting Momo Challenge on YouTube. There's a lot there. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit of a read. Yes, but I think I did all right. I usually muck up on those uh, on those reads, but I think I, I think I did okay. Um, so yeah, I, I think the thing I, I wanted to read or I wanted to bring up at the beginning of the episode, but kind of fucked up with doing, was the the I, I guess the the figures that can encourage people to do bizarre things, and the two that jump to mind immediately, and they are real people, not ghoulish demons or. Um, statues are people like um, uh, Jim Jones or Hitler where they had such a presence and such an almost addictive personality and the things they were saying that people believed so much to the point of where they were willing to do terrible things like um, mass genocide or kill themselves all in a mass suicide um, so my, I guess the reason why I brought that up was because I was wondering if you believe that, I don't know, that, that something like, something as simple as a statue or an urban legend mixed with the right kinds of content, so like video messages that crop up and things like that, could have a similar influence on people to do terrible things to each other or to themselves. I mean, it seems to well, I don't know, does it? Because, like we, like I said, there's no, there's no conf confirmation that the well, Momo challenge ever actually claimed any lives. People have done other ones, like the Tide Pod challenge. Do you know much about that? Well, it's one where people are eating dishwasher tablets and dying of fucking. You're meant to eat them. Well, no. <laughs> 
I love how you said that like it's meant to be new news. Oh, by the way, guys, you're not meant to eat dishwater tab uh, dishwater well, tablets. It's like, idiots have done it, so. Mm. But knows? yeah, but, but I think I think there's a difference between encouraging people to do stupid things like as a dare or a bet because it's a trend or something having such an influence that it it takes over your will because the the strongest will is the the human's will to survive yeah something to overwrite that like jim jones did specifically with his followers that they were so willing to end their own lives because of what he was saying yeah people are weird aren't they well, yeah, it's it's a it's a side of psychology that I'd really want to look into. I want to do a, a like a Jim Jones part of the podcast. It would probably be a three or four parter looking into all of it because there's numerous recordings of his talks with his his clan or his cult. Um, that that's definitely worth looking into. It's very eerie. There's one that I think you can listen to that leads all the way up to the point of when people were drinking the uh, flavor aid. Um, and yeah, the 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 way that he would dip in and out of a comforting voice to weigh up to yelling at people, yeah, it's 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 definitely interesting stuff to look into. But I've got two more reports to play for you. One is from uh, CBS News, and the other one is from CTV News. So this is the first one. Kids YouTube. Seven-year-old Tanner Markham knows how to navigate a smartphone. Dr. Squid. His favorite games and videos are right at his fingertips. We didn't really think anything of it at first. Mom Sarah Markham thought sites like YouTube Kids were safe. When we would put him to bed, he would be scared. He'd be like, well, what about Momo? Momo? She didn't recognize the name, but Tanner couldn't sleep, so they took him to a child therapist. Momo came up, and then the therapist was asking more about it, and he... Um, actually got my phone and said, okay, Google, show me Momo. Momo, Momo, Momo's gonna kill you. This terrifying face is circulating the web, interrupting kids' videos on YouTube. Well, that's creepy how it had a V-shaped mouth. Momo terrified Tanner. Nightmares. But the creature is not just scary. It's her message that has child psychologists concerned. This very frightening looking figure is telling them you should kill yourself and this is how. Look in their eyes. There's nothing funny about that, there's nothing cute about that, and it's extraordinarily harmful. I need to sign up. The Markhams are doing things differently around their house now. I have to watch YouTube with her. I can't just watch it in my room by myself. And just be aware of what your kids are watching. They shouldn't watch scary videos anymore. In Tuila, Jinero, Two News. And then hey, there's ooh, there's another one from CBTV, sorry, CTV News. Well, it's a question parents have been asking themselves the last few weeks. Is the Momo challenge an actual internet concern or is a digital age urban legend? One Yorkton mother is claiming the threat targeting children is real after an incident with her five-year-old son. Alexandra Carnero reports. It was shocking. Mother of two, Melissa Mitchell, first heard about the Momo challenge four days ago. The images match the description of a character her son Jackson had seen online three months earlier. Something he called the chicken lady. It was black eyes, black hair, and I was like, hmm, that looks like what Jackson was describing to me. So I clicked on the image and 
it showed her legs and the legs were chicken legs. So in a five-year-old uh, mind, that's exactly what it was, was a was a chicken lady. It wasn't just the image that shocked Mitchell, but the message behind it. That message has had inconsistencies in reports, but the theme of the so-called Momo challenge has stayed the same. Images of the character are supposedly appearing on video streaming websites. He would say that the chicken lady is going to come and kill him at 3 a.m. Um, and that the chicken lady was going to come and kill us. Mitchell assumed it was a night terror that would pass until she found marks on his neck, which she insists was influenced by the Momo image. No matter where he saw it or how he saw it, it's very real. Mitchell does use privacy restrictions for online video, but social media experts warn sometimes that's just not enough. Any channel unsupervised could have potentially disturbing or inappropriate content. So even if you block all the things that you believe uh, that could be damaging to your child, um, there, there could be things that get through. Fact-checking site Snopes.com says the Momo image is actually a sculpture from a Japanese special effects company. RCMP have yet to receive an official complaint regarding the Momo challenge, but take the matter very seriously. It's a hoax, an online hoax, but obviously if a young person was to see this on, on their screen, it would be extremely scary and frightening. Mitchell has chosen not to file an official police report, but hopes her story will serve as a reminder to other parents to pay attention to what their kids may be watching online. I just want you to be aware and take your child seriously because if you don't, who else will? Alessandra Carnero, CTV News. So, uh, that's all the reports that I've got of the Momo Challenge. In fact, there was actually one more thing that I wanted to mention. Um, I don't know if you found them. There's a series of um, videos of Momo. So, actual in-motion videos. Um, not of the sculpture, but of a creature that has a similar face to Momo. I don't know. Have you seen any of them? Uh, it can't. If it's the one you're talking about, it kind of looks like Michael Jackson. Yeah, there is one that looks a lot like Michael Jackson. Or like the Saw character. Yeah, well, Jigsaw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're, so there are five. There's Most of them are just kind of like a creepy face looking into the camera, very slowly talking. I think there's one that does actually have actual words. But, um, yeah, so the, the one that I was kind of most intrigued by, it wasn't a full-on face image. Um, it was someone had been, like, pushed down a flight of stairs, and then he looked up and saw this kind of creature looking down at him, but the creature was in shadow, but was on his kind of hind legs. So you've sent me an image. Not quite like that. <laughs> I mean, that is just a Michael Jackson mask, yeah, is what you've sent me. But, um... It's linked to Matthew. Yeah, so the one that I found does still sport the very V-shaped mouth, whereas that one has more of a human mouth and lips. Yeah, it's got the big eyes and the head, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I feel like, though, that would be very easy to achieve with, like, a, a, I don't know, something as simple as a, a lid of a bottle of milk or something, and then just cut out the middle, just as long as the lid's grey, yeah. you then achieve that kind of depth, which the Momo eyes do have. But that's all I've got on Momo for everyone today. I mean, if you're someone out there i know a few of our listeners do, uh, do have kids so just it's just a reminder to why did you send me a picture of, <laughs> of jason momoa as momo oh i see jason uh clever <laughs> clever brilliant okay cool i mean it's only been three episodes since we haven't mentioned jason momoa so that's fine um, <laughs> well yeah i played out the audio um on the last uh aquatic awareness episode <laughs> 
But um, has to be done. Yeah. So anyone who who's listening to the show who has kids, it's just another reminder to just uh, be aware of what your kids are doing. Um, if me personally, I know, I know I think about this on and off. If I were to ever have kids, I don't know if I'd expose them to technology like iPhones or just phones in general until they're at least at the back end of primary school. Yeah, you got to wait like Yeah, but some parents don't. I've seen plenty giving their kids iPads. You know, at the age of two, three, and not not to say that that's wrong, but it, it you're you know, you're exposing them to that side of the internet and a side of the internet that can't always be regulated. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. But I, so I, want, I wanted to round off this episode um, uh, just by talking a bit more about what's going on in the world. We've covered coronavirus probably to death now because we've done three episodes on it. We've done uh, Coronavirus America. We've done two episodes on conspiracy theories on coronavirus. Um, and I, I, I thought I'd just uh, check in with you how things have been with you. Uh, I know that you're still working from home. Um, and yeah, just I think more to the point how, because I know a lot of people have been finding different ways to keep themselves, their morale boosted. Um, I've got one very, uh, very nice example, but I wasn't sure if you'd come across anything that you're using personally. Um, not really anything out of the blue. You've been watching more TV, more games, you know. Fair enough. So, um, I've, uh, the the method that I've come across, and just by chance, it's one of the few times that Facebook has actually served me well, mm-hmm. is that I came across an, an, a, a musician, um, uh, he's known as Captain Clement, and he's part of a band known as The Captain's Beard, and he does a Friday gig stream every Friday night, um, UK time, nine o'clock. Uh, I've been, I, I think I've must have rewatched his streams three times a piece and he's done four so far and each is over an hour long. A lot of fun, Celtic folk music. And although I usually end these episodes with That's Life, um, I'm going to end this episode with my favourite piece of his of all time and possibly my favourite piece of music of all time, Staring at the Sea. And I just want to quickly um, thank you once again, Grandma, for joining us for this episode. And if you want to find us, you can find us on our Facebook page, Better Show, and our Instagram page also, Better Show. So without further ado, Captain Clement will take us out with Staring at the Sea. There's something I'm looking for that I've never found. And that's strange because I've been to every tavern in town. Something that when I find with me will resound And I'll know things will get better Good things with me, they just don't seem to stick You could say I'm a bad man, but that wouldn't be the half of it Been around this dirty old town, up and down Still not found the right way to be Till that day, I guess I'll just keep staring at the sea. Staring at the sea, it's where I want to be. Out there in that vast, ever-changing empty. Guess I gotta go out to it, cause it ain't gonna come to me. I think I said it best when I said nothing at all. Cause every time I open up, I just seem to fall. 
And in looking for something I lost more than I'd ever had before So I'm wandering through these streets again And I'm wandering to the shore Staring at the sea It's where I want to be Out there in that vast ever-changing empty I guess I gotta go out to it Cause it ain't gonna come to me my head up above the waterline gotta keep pushing hard without falling out of time gotta make my mind up and choose some way to be I'd much rather just disappear than keep staring at the sea staring at the sea it's where I want to be out there in that vast ever-changing empty Guess I gotta go out to it Cause it ain't gonna come to me